0: What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and this is episode 348 of the show. So check it out. For all of us who are watching live right now on our YouTube page, thank you so much for going and joining us live. Um, What we're going to go ahead and do today, we're going to go ahead and recap all of the fight action of this past weekend in 10 minutes or less. So, I know a lot of us in the morning, especially at this time, we like watching other shows. We'll check it out. Those guys take 15 minutes to get into the action. I'm going to give you everything you need to know about all the fight news in 10 minutes or less. So, go ahead and pull your stopwatches out, your Casios, whatever you got and uh and go ahead and set your watch. Everybody else who's watching, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you, do, you follow the Fight Podcast everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And again, thank you all for watching. Please make sure you like, subscribe, follow, and share. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh, This past weekend was as a Fight fan, as a fan of combat sports. It was fantastic. At one point in time, I not only had... UFC 277 on. I had Danny Garcia versus Benavidez on, and I even had WWE SummerSlam. So, as a combat sports fan, yo, it had everything you absolutely needed boxing, MMA, pro wrestling. But today, we're going to go ahead and do we'll go ahead and talk about UFC 277 as well as Benavidez uh, versus Garcia. So, the, all those fights were fantastic and Enti- these type of cards, these pay-per-views, especially ones that look at our stack, a lot of us don't know, like, how are these cards going to perform? Um, the UFC, especially a couple a couple of the last ones, weren't the most, you know, entertaining fight cards, but I'm here to tell you guys. This fight card, UFC 277, headlined by Juliana Pena versus the proverbial goat in Amanda Nunez, the card itself absolutely delivered. Dallas, Texas, I'm telling you. I am not a fan of the commissions out there, but one thing I do enjoy is the crowds. The crowds always are live. The crowds always are, are there to support, and um, and the fighters go out there and do the same. So many finishes on this card. This card absolutely flew by, but let's go ahead and start off with the main event. Amanda Nunes, again, the proverbial go goes out there and regains her bantamweight weight title and absolutely dominates uh Juliana Peña. This is a fight that even if we look at the striking numbers, they weren't that different. I mean, Amanda Nunes 126 out of 201, Juliana Pena 130 out of 239. But that wasn't the the the, the strikes themselves, the, the volume of the strikes themselves wasn't everything. I mean, this was an Amanda Nunes that goes out there and it was a fight against adjustments and not adjustments. Juliana Pena seems as if she thought that she can do exactly what she did the first time out and was going to get the exact same results. Well, I hate to tell you guys that that's absolute insanity. On the other hand, we had Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes went out there, completely shifted her game around from the first time. She came in in phenomenal shape. I mean, again, prove why she's the GOAT. Phenomenal shape and switched it up completely. Came out there in a southpaw stance. And the Southpaw stance absolutely confused and stopped Julianne Pena in her tracks. Another thing that we saw was the takedown. In this, uh, Amanda Nunes had six takedowns and almost had 12 full minutes of control in this match. So it was really a domination when you see that. And it was something that obviously Julianne Pena absolutely did not anticipate going into this matchup. One thing was, it was really interesting in terms of a stat. And I was really surprised when I saw this. Julia DePino is somebody that we look at as a phenomenal wrestler. And she is. She's a great grappler. Uh, she has solid submissions. But in terms of takedown defense, and I, I know we talked about this before when we talked about her competing against uh, Valentina Shevchenko. But in terms of her striking defense, she has a 23% takedown defense. That That's awful. I mean, anybody could almost take her down at this point in time. So when Amanda Nunes was able to switch that around and actually do that, switch softball, and especially she also had three knockdowns in this fight, which she hurt her many more times than that. Um, And the only real moments of, you know, difficulty for Amanda Nunes is that we we have to say was absolutely the, the fourth round when she got caught in that arm bar. But, um, if we're looking at it at the end of the day, that it, it, was, it, it wasn't in that deep, you know Manda Nunes was able to get out of it, and uh, and then again, the the fight itself you know continued as we, 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 we thought it was going to. Unanimous decision, 50, 45 on two cards, 50, 44 on the other ones. Um, and if we look at this, what is next? Some people are sitting here calling for <laughs> they're, they're calling for um uh, a trilogy. look. A trilogy should happen if it is it was another close fight, unless we have a situation like Valentin Shvetsenko against Amanda Nunez, Max Holloway, you know Alexander Volkovnovsky, where there was some type of contention. There, there's no contention in this. There, there was none of that. And when we really look at that, and we really see what is happening in that regards, I mean, come on. There's no need for this. What we need to see next is, I'll be honest with you, Juliana Payne needs to go back to the drawing board. I think she needs to get a win, if not two, in the weight class. And then if we're talking about Amanda Nunes, whether it be Caitlin Vieira, who is on a, who's on a run, she beat Misha Tate, she beat Holly Holmes. Um, me, personally, I think it is the perfect time. After this fight, the person who I believe is a GOAT in uh, Valentin Shichenko goes out and says, man, it looks like Amanda decided to fully copy my stand-up style great fight salute to both women. I think that's the fight you have to make. The reason you make that fight now is that, look, these women aren't getting any younger. And not only are they not getting any younger, this is a fight for the people. Obviously, people know these are the two best women in all of MMA in terms of, you know, competitors. So why not make this happen now? Make this fight happen now before, I hate to say it, one of them loses again, then we cannot make this happen at all. So, uh, great win, way to get it back, Julian Peña. I mean, she surprised a lot of people, even myself. I thought that I should say, I'm sorry, Amanda Nunez. Juliana Peña, I thought it was going to do more of the same. Man, salute to the the proverbial goat in Amanda Nunes. What a performance! All right, uh, moving right along. Let's go ahead and talk about Brandon Marino, Kai Cara France. Great fight. Uh, Brandon Marino goes out there and actually stops Kai Car France in the third. at the time of the stoppage, uh, I had a one round apiece. Kai Car France looked as if he was coming on. he he he, in my opinion, he cut open uh, Brandon Marino. He was starting to dominate that match, and he looked great going into it. Um, Four minutes, 34 seconds of round number two. Brandon Moreno lands a fantastic body kick, a lever kick, uh, almost in the same way as a boss routine. Beautiful, beautiful job. Uh, Takes him out. As soon as they hit Kai France, he drops, loses that matchup. No shame in his game. Brandon Moreno goes out there and wins. The um the interim uh, flyweight championship, and it seems as if he might get the rematch or the trilogy with Figueroa or Pantoja, Alex Pantoja, and we'll talk about him in a, just a little bit. Um, also on this card, obviously, like I said, we're talking about um we'll talk about Pantoja and them for a second, but. Pavlik stops Derek Lewis in round one. Uh, the question that I have for everybody, was that stoppage fair or foul? Hate to say this to you guys. I do not look at it in terms of that being a, a good stoppage. Uh, Dan Mirgliata is a fantastic referee. I think he got this wrong. Yes, Derek Lewis is hurt, but Derek Lewis is also getting up. I think Herb Dean definitely would have let it rock. But um, if we look at it, I, I am it's, a, it's an unfortunate thing. Uh, Derek Lewis is a little bit on a skid, and it starts to question, at the end of the day, if he can't win a title, he's starting to get knocked out. How long do we want to keep this going? All right. Um, and in terms of these fights, last but certainly not least, uh, I want to talk about, obviously, Alex Pantoja. Go out there and just dominates, um Alex Perez in the very first round. Went out there and stopped him. Uh, yo, Pantoja's so cool. He goes out there in his walk, listening to 50 Cent's Many Men. He got no shirt on. He's screaming and he goes out there absolutely um jumps in the rear naked t- choke of Alex Perez. Alex Perez, who hasn't fought in almost two years. Um, Pantoja went out there, put a rear naked choke that it wasn't even fully in. It was more so on the face, and he was still able to get the stoppage. Pantoja, if Figueiredo is not able to fight, I think Pantoja should be able to go out there and fight Um Uh, Brandon Moreno. I think that would be a phenomenal fight. All right, now last but certainly not least, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Danny Garcia in boxing. Danny Garcia goes out there and uh, blanks uh, I say he blanks um, Jose Benavides Jr. but he gets a majority decision win. 114-114 which I thought was absolutely asinine 116-112 and 117-111 Look, Danny Garcia is somebody who has the longest layoff in his career. 20 months off moves up in a weight class he's only lost to the best of the best and now he is in a new weight class he seems rejuvenated he had a little bit of mental health stuff he had a fantastic promo that he cut at the end and, and look i'm gonna say this to everybody if you need help and everything please go get the help you need go to therapy Um, That is real. You don't have to be a tough guy. Being a tough guy doesn't mean you don't go out there and get help. Uh, Salute to uh, Danny Garcia for expressing himself in the way that he did after that fight. The same way that I gave Paddy Pimlet his love for doing that as well last week. Um, Danny Garcia goes out there, does his thing. And what is next for Danny Garcia? Why not? Let's have another fight with Keith Thurman. Let's see what he's doing. I think that would be a phenomenal fight moving up at 154. um, If not, eventually, let's see him fight a Tony Harrison. I think that'd be great as well. All right, Uh, all in all, amazing weekend of fights. I mean, boxing, MMA, full cards, everything was phenomenal. Um, But if you look at the clock, that's just been about 10 minutes. And uh, this has been episode three forty three forty eight of the Greatest Combat Sports and Culture Show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I am your host, Serge Vicente. Thank you guys so much for watching live today. Make sure you check us out everywhere podcasting is available. This episode will be available on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, soundcloud stitcher if you like these type of episodes and you like what you're please make sure you go ahead and like subscribe and share let people know about the fight podcast as well as all of our other shows also we do have merch if you like some merch go ahead and grab it etsy shop dot slash shop slash the fight pod shop we have teas like this we have mugs and so much more check it out support the show all right that is about the time we have for today. Have a good rest of your Monday. Love you guys. And we will see you next time right here on The Fight Podcast. Peace out.